0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the 7 Figure Flipping Podcast. This is Bill Allen. Today, we are talking all about marketing. And I know that's the hot topic. How do I get more leads? How do I do more deals? And I'm announcing the next speaker at Flip Hacking Live. And if you stay till the end, he's got a bonus for you if you get your ticket. So go to fliphackinglive.com, grab your ticket. And after you listen to this presentation or this podcast, I know that you're going to go grab one right now. So there's no decision to make. You absolutely have to be there. Go to flippackinglive.com, grab your ticket. And without further ado, we'll roll the theme music and bring on our next Flip Hacking Live speaker. My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. I am really excited to have my guest today. And he's been on the podcast quite a few times, has spoken at Flip Hacking Live. And as you guys know, we are announcing Flip Hacking Live speakers. So we're going to dive a little bit deeper about um, marketing, um, what's going on in the market right now, what um, this gentleman is seeing from his clients, and uh, and just kind of try to figure out what do you guys need to know. So like at Flip Hacking Live, what is the thing that you need? So him and I have been working on that behind the scenes, and I'm really excited uh, to talk to my guest today, Ryan Smith. Ryan, welcome to the 7 Figure Flipping Podcast, man.
1: Awesome, man. Thanks so much,
0: Bill. I appreciate you having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, you you spoke at put Back in live, I think the last two years, right? Yes, that's correct. Okay. And each year I have you come up and talk about marketing. So why? Uh, what do you know about marketing? And kind of what do you do? If, if somebody just has hearing about you for the first time, what do you do in that world of uh, of marketing for real estate investors?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, I uh, own a company, then we do, uh, we do marketing for wholesalers and flippers all across the country. Uh, so we get to see, um, you know, performance of different marketing, uh, you know, the marketing performance and all these different, um, all these different, um, sorry, cities across the country and stuff like that, all these different markets. Um, so we get to uh, see a lot of different things and experience a lot of the different things that, the wholesalers and flippers are seeing on the ground in those areas as well. So um, it really allows us to get a lot of insight on, you know, what the business is, what changes are are happening and things like that.
0: Cool. So if you're listening to this, wouldn't you love to get an idea of what's happening with all your competition and other wholesalers like all around the country, and not just so you, you have an idea of what works? If you're listening in your market, so if you're sending marketing, you kind of understand what's working, what's not working potentially, or you're frustrated because everything that you're doing is not working right now, or you have that one thing that's working, but you're trying to add in something else. Well, what if you could talk to somebody who had an idea of what was going on in all the big cities around the country, or a lot of them? And then uh, what about all the smaller markets around the country? And I think that's why it's really important that we bring Ryan back. The reason he comes back every year is because he's got uh, some great insight on some ideas of what's working and not working in other cities. So if I can just jump in now and ask you, maybe there's, what have you, what are you seeing right now overall? Like what's the feeling, uh, in with all the other business owners that you talk to every day and the marketing that you guys are sending out for them, what do you feel like is is going on right now? Like how's the, uh, how's the feel of the market?
1: Yeah. Um, so the, the, you know, it's, it's harder to get a deal than it was a year ago. Um, uh, the cost per deal has gone up, um, as well, uh, pretty much across the board, whether that be big markets or smaller markets, um, the cost cost per deal is going up. And I think that, um, you know, now as the market is shifting and it's, and it's becoming, uh, more challenging to get deals. I think one of one of the big things that is really separating the people that are successful from the people that are not is, is really knowing exactly what your numbers are, um, looking at each marketing channel and the performance of those marketing channels. Um, you know, if you go back a few years ago, you could have just, you know, you could buy a, uh, absentee list, mail them all. And, you know, as long as you were halfway good at sales, uh, you would do okay. These days, um, that approach is is, there's a there's a lot of people that are out there doing that so what we have seen is that some of the smaller list and some of the ones that take a little bit more work to get to um, are are really the ones that are producing best right now okay so if i if i can look back
0: and know my numbers what if i'm brand new so like you talk about knowing your numbers if i'm brand new and just getting started, or I want to start doing my direct marketing, or maybe I'm experienced, but I'm going into a different channel that I've never done before. What would be some of your advice to me of how I would best get started?
1: Yeah, so the first thing is, is don't wait till you have it 100% figured out to start. You're going to have to start talking to sellers. So do whatever it is that you need to do to start getting on the phone with sellers, and and the first thing is you got to figure out what marketing channel that you're going to use to get in contact with these people. So uh, depending on what you feel comfortable with, what your budget is, all those different things, I would figure out how much money can you allocate towards marketing for the next four or five months. Whether it's fifty dollars a month or five thousand, whatever it is, um, pick a channel that resonates with you and, and then start running marketing campaigns to those people. Um, I see a lot of people um, when they're talking about numbers, they're like, Oh, you know, I've never done a deal or I've only done four deals or whatever it is. Um, I don't really keep track of my numbers. And the, the issue is, is that when these people, they do those three deals, four deals, Um, the problem is, is that when they want to go and they want to start doing two a month, they don't know how much activity is required to be able to produce that result. So even, you know, when you first start with, with keeping track of your numbers and things like that, you're not going to have a full picture of, Hey, here's how much it costs to get a deal. Here's my ROI, all these different things, but you can start seeing like, Hey, here's how much it makes to here Here's how much it costs to make my phone ring. Here's how much it costs for a lead. Here's how much an appointment, contract, so on and so forth. Um, and you start figuring out what those KPIs are at the top of the funnel. And eventually, as you start getting more and more deals done, the bottom part will work itself out too, and you'll be able to see kind of everything. But, yeah, having real clarity on your numbers. And, um, and the other piece is, is don't hop around and, and do something new every month. Like pick something, be consistent with it for a while, Do the best you can with that marketing channel. And then after that, you can make a decision if you want to continue.
0: Okay, great advice. I think what's the what's the you said, pick a channel that
1: resonates with you. So I wanted to dive into that. What does that mean? That's a good question. So um, so me personally, I do not feel comfortable getting on the phone and calling somebody that I don't know. Uh, 400 times a day. Like, that's not my idea of a fun day. So I know that for cold calling for me, if I want to be successful at cold calling, I'm going to need to hire it out. But you know, maybe my budget does support hiring somebody, maybe it doesn't. So I need to figure out what kind of fits into my wheelhouse. For me personally, we do a lot of direct mail. I like being able to send a message to somebody, them reply back when it's in their time, when they when they feel comfortable uh, to reply back, and I also like the advantage of them reaching out to us as opposed to us reaching out to them. Uh, so that's what I mean by as far as figuring out you know what resonates with you, uh, whatever you feel comfortable with, whatever you know, whatever your communication method that you like to communicate with people. I would tend to lean that way if you can, if your budget supports it. So with that being said, it
0: makes me feel like for anybody that's listening, that's saying, oh, well, I heard that cold calling is the way to go, or I heard that direct mail is the way to go, or I heard that pay-per-click is the way to go, and all these different channels, maybe text messaging, ringless voicemails, uh, SEO, like you name it, all the different ways that people are getting properties, right, or networking, or niche lists, or all this stuff. Then if that's the case, and you're telling me to pick what resonates with me, it's, it's a little bit against what somebody's always saying to say, oh, cold calling is what's working right now for everybody. Go do that. So, can I venture to say that you would you would agree with me if I said that every one of these channels works if it's the right fit for you? Like, maybe you can talk on that a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You see. <clears throat> no matter what the marketing channel is, you see people that are successfully using that marketing channel and you will like from time to time, you know, different marketing channels will be super popular. If you go back a year ago, texting was really popular right now. Cold calling seems to be really popular. Um, And there are teams out there that are doing it and they're doing it well, and they're making a lot of money. And then there's teams that are doing it. And, you know, some part of the implementation is off. And and they're not they're not um, seeing the same results as the other the other people that that it is working well for. Okay, so here's here's my takeaway and roundup from what you've just said. Okay. Um,
0: get my budget together for four or five months. Yep. Find the marketing channel that that I want to pick that resonates with me, that's best for me, my time, my budget, my skill set, those kind of things. What I'm interested in doing that I can consistently do over and over again without hating my life. Yep. Like in your case, making cold right. calls nonstop every yep. single day. And then uh, number three, just committing to that and, and going for that period of time without getting distracted by two or three other channels and bouncing around.
1: Is that yeah. right? Uh, absolutely. hundred percent. And the, the other piece, um, to add on to that is I would set your, if you, you, know, if you're getting started in this, or even if you're not getting started, you've been doing it for a while, I would set a goal, to talk to x number of sellers per week, and I would track it. And I mean, that's really how you're going to get deals, you have to talk to sellers, the more sellers you talk to, the more comfortable you're going to get, talk to sellers as many as possible, even if it doesn't look like it's going to be a deal, get the reps in pay your dues, you know, do all those things. And um, if you talk to enough sellers, what I'm going to say, yes, yeah, I'm going to even take it one step further and say,
0: just talking to the sellers is one thing, but you actually have to make an offer. Okay, so yeah, that's a good point. Like that, that's a good I think, point. I really do think that that's the money ball in this business. Period. Like the number of offers that you can make. And if you if you're making offers and making offers and making offers, because I see people that talk to sellers, but don't actually ever make the offer like they're too afraid to run their numbers they're they're not sure and then they just don't throw a number out. I mean, the seller's saying yes, but what are they saying yes to they're saying yes to selling you their house, right? So make offers. And then the one thing that I left out was um, from to wrap yours up was to to just just take action without knowing every single piece of the steps like you mentioned, like you said, just you don't have to know at all of it. You don't have to be 100% dialed in to go. And so th- those are probably the, that's probably the best advice. I, by the way, if you listen, I agree 100% with all of this. Like it's, it's exactly, I just did this five-day marketing challenge is exactly what I talked about in there. It's just like, pull a list, figure out what your channel is, call, uh, you know, skip trace it, mail it, uh, cold call it, text it, ringless voicemail, whatever it is, I, it doesn't matter. Just go pick one and focus on that and get really, really good at that start doing some deals, and then you can start expanding your area or expanding your marketing channel or both over time. But just like Ryan said, you got to know your numbers, you got to figure out what that is, and make a goal to to make a certain number of offers per week. Now You're going to hear this at Flip Packing Live, I'm going to be beating this drum really hard. Making offers is going to be your money ball, that's it. And you start working backwards, okay, where do those people live? Who am I looking for? How do I find them? What's the information? And that's where Ryan comes in. Ryan is best at figuring out who these people are, where do they hang out? They try to think like them, right? What kind of, what can I get in front of them to get some sort of response from them, to get to get them to talk to me, so that I can analyze their property and make an offer, right? So, what are some ways that, and, and I don't, you don't need to uh, give away all, all of the goods from all of your companies, but what are some of the things that you're seeing um, around the country that's showing some of the best ROI right now? Is it is it all the different channels, and it just kind of depends?
1: Yeah, it, it really does. Um, so we we have clients that are that are using multiple channels. Um, they're using several different types of direct mail, they're using internet, SEO, pay per click, all this stuff. And it's funny, because, um, you know, with, there's one company that's doing uh, they're spin there, they have three different companies that are doing direct mail for them. And the ROI is almost exactly the same on every single one. So Um, I thought that that was pretty funny, but yeah, I mean, it just different people are able to make different things work, Uh, you know, but like you said earlier, everybody is, um, is having success. And let me take a step back. There are people that are having success with every single marketing channel out there. Um, It just, you know, it just depends on the person and and how they're running it. Good. One thing. Go ahead. ahead. One thing that. (laughs) (laughs) one thing that um what we were talking about a minute ago i want to add to it um you know i've learned a ton from you over the years but one of the biggest things that i've learned lessons i've learned from you is speed of implementation um and i would like to bring that up and how important that is um you had we had both talked about it doesn't have to be perfect know in, in order to be able to start. And and I've watched you do that over the years. And and here's here's an example I'll give you, give you, give the listeners um so that they can take take away something usable from this. If we were, if Bill and I were to sit down and we both we both decided like, hey, we're gonna do um we're gonna start up this one offer and we're gonna send out marketing for this offer, blah, blah, blah. I guarantee you that if Bill decides that he's in and he's gonna do it, he's going to have his marketing out into the to in front of those people faster than anybody else uh, that I know. And I think that that's super important as far as don't worry about getting it perfect, get out there, get in front of the people, and then you can adjust things as you go. And I think that that's something that a lot of newer people struggle with. They're just scared to start.
0: No. So from that story, I totally agree with you. I think I move really, really fast, but I don't think it was always that way. So if you're listening to this and you're like, well, that's just not who I am. Well, it wasn't who I was either. Like I get stuck in loops. I get stuck in analysis paralysis. I did for a really long time. And it wasn't until I realized that just like what Ryan said, every, the reason why I asked him that question multiple times, like what's the best marketing channel that's working right now. And uh, you know, are they seeing success with lots of different ones? Because everybody comes to me and says, well, what's the one thing, like they're looking for that, like silver bullet, that one thing that's going to work. And Everything works. You know, it yeah. really does. It's just how are you going to apply it? How are you going to implement it? And, and what are you going to do? Because there's a lot more that comes from just pulling a list and sending some mail or just pulling a list and making some phone calls. Like there's a lot more to it than just that. But when you when you're there, so like I, I got stuck. I remember when I was I was trying to pull a list when I just got started because I, I was on forums, I was listening to podcasts just like you're listening to. And I was like, how do I pull a list? I don't know. I went to YouTube, it was confusing. There were five different people telling me how different things. And they were all saying they had success with it. So I just had to jump in and do it once. And I just spent some money, pulled a list and just sent out some mail. Like I just, I'm gonna have to do it. It was a very, very small amount. I didn't get any deals from it. I didn't really know what I was doing, but what it did was it gave me that first step of, a lot of times what I find is, we spend money ex- expecting a guarantee in getting our money back with a return on our money, right? That's what we want from yep. the first. But w- w- what I've realized over time is that just doing something like that, spending a little bit of money, sometimes it's the the res- like the thing that you don't get that is just as valuable as the thing that you get. So let me say that again: if I spend five hundred dollars on a list and a marketing channel and I I, I do something right, the results of that are valuable, whether it worked or it didn't work.
1: Yeah. There's no such thing as a failed experiment, right? Totally. And I
0: hope you guys understand that you're listening to it, but the only true failure in this business is just doing nothing like wasting your time every single month and every single year, not taking action. Like that is the failure. So if you take action and do something, whether it works or it doesn't work, it worked. It's now it's a matter of iterating that. And saying, okay, what's next? Like, how can I learn from this? What are we going to do differently? And how can I make a slight adjustment to then see how my next experience experiment's going to happen? And over and over and over again. I was at a mastermind meeting last weekend, and I had somebody talking about uh, paying money for a program. And and, and real, not sure if they want to keep going in that path or go a different path. And I was like, well, look, that amount of money that you spent right now, you feel like it's holding you there. It's like sticking you there because you have to make your money back. You already made your money back. Like you made your money back the second that you made that decision. And now it may have shown you what you don't want to do. Does that make sense? So like you could spend $10,000 on something and realize it's not what you want to do. And that could be worth hundreds of thousands of dollars because you could have taken the next three or four or five years trying to figure it out on your own spending way more than $10,000 and wasting 5 years. So yep. all of this stuff is important but look, I was not a like quick to implement person. I was a I'm going to try to think through this, I'm going to try to figure it all out I, and I wasted years and years of my life doing that. So now I just don't do that anymore. Uh, and so yeah. that was my experiment, right? I wasted a bunch of time trying to figure it all out, trying to be good at everything before I started. And now it's just like, well, I'll just try it. And if it doesn't work, then I'm going to change things up. And, and I'm going to do a cost a cost uh, analysis, right? What's the risk? Yeah. You yep. know, yep. Oh, I'm going to lose a couple thousand dollars. Okay. Well, what's the reward? I'm going to make a hundred thousand dollars. All right. I'm yep. willing to do yeah. that. You know, and I paid a lot of money and I'll tell you what, the, the amount of time that the, the time that I pay that money, like I, I, I've already made my money back in my mind. Like, that's it. Like I made the decision. I took the action. And now now I got to figure out how to go and where to go. So uh, I don't want you guys to think that I love the story, because you're right, I will implement faster than most people. I don't know about yep. any everybody, but I will. And but it's a learned It's it's been learned over time, five years or six years ago, it wasn't the case. It, it definitely yep. wasn't. And I still get stuck there sometimes. Like, uh, I find myself in even the smallest decisions now going, Oh, there's like five other options, and this this price is just a little bit different. Maybe I can save twenty dollars. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, just an hour of my time is worth a thousand dollars, and this is a twenty dollar decision. Just yep. just pick and go. Yep. Uh, that's yep. why I wear you know the seven figure flipping t-shirts every day because I don't have to think about what to wear. That's right. So, all right. So um, we talked about marketing, you've been to flip hacking live in the past. Um, so if you guys are listening to this at this point, you know, Ryan knows his stuff, right? He knows his marketing. He's dialed into a bunch of different house flippers and wholesalers around the country doing a ton of, of volume, like what, give an idea of some of your clients, like the on the low end, what are they spending? And on the high end, what are they spending just so people can kind of understand maybe um, the, who, you, who you work with?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, low end, maybe 1000 1500 a month, on marketing high end 70,000 a month. Yeah. 70,000 a month, 1500 from 1500 a month to 70,000 is, is the range of clients that we currently have. Yeah.
0: So you get to see a lot of different things and then you can bring that experience to flip hacking live, just like you have the past couple of years and use some of that experience to talk about what's working and what's not working. And just to remind everybody who's listening this year's uh, concept is what's working now and what's working next. So we're not just going to talk about what's working today because I still feel like that, like, like you said, last year, it might've been texting this year. It's cold calling. And so I really want to start thinking about, well, what, what, where are we going? Like what's next? And you, you spoke the past couple of years, you've been to a lot of events that you just attended to. What do you yep. think about this event? Like um, how, you've been to other events too. How, how is this one different and why should people come?
1: Yeah. Um, Every single year I go to this event, I'm absolutely blown away uh, about the amount of like usable content that can be delivered in those those few days. Um, You know, I'm concepts are fine. Uh, I'm happy to talk about concepts, but there's a lot of people out there that will throw concepts, but they'll never throw any kind of techniques or anything like that. And this is days worth of people that are actively doing this going up on stage and saying like hey this is what is working for me right now this is what we're doing this is the results we're getting um you just you can't put a price on it um having that much expert knowledge in one place at one time on one topic uh is just is just phenomenal and you know whether if you're new um the amount of information that you're going to get is going to be unrivaled. Um, If you, if you've been doing this for years, you're still going to get new stuff. There's going to be little nuggets that you pick up and, and really, you know, as, as you grow, the number of new things that you learn becomes less, but those one or two little nuggets that you take away are, can literally change your life as far as, you know, your, your business and everything else, just those couple little tweaks, that you hadn't thought of before so i i cannot recommend flip hacking live enough it is it is absolutely awesome i look forward to it every year and uh, it's just an incredible event well the past two
0: years you've given we've done a lot of like niche marketing conversations so what is some different ways to pull lists last year you kind of like shared your screen went through it all it was virtual. So you could be on the computer sharing things. It was awesome. Um, so the, uh, the past two years presentations that you've given right there, I'd say are probably worth like 10 times the ticket price, like the the amount of value and content that you deliver. And Ryan, Ryan is a straight to the point kind of guy. There's not a lot of fluff. He shows up. No. If I give him 25 minutes, you're getting 24 minutes of content with one minute introduction of who I am. And, and it's usually like a name let's get started. And yeah. it is at the end, you're just like, how do I talk to this guy more like this is amazing so um for you guys that are listening uh y- you got to come just for Ryan's presentation it's going to be like and I've said that about everybody up to this point I realize, but what you got to realize is every single person's their value is five times ten times the ticket price each so next thing you know you walk out of there I haven't had somebody come back to me and say um uh, this, this, this just didn't have enough information in it, right? Me. I've yeah. never had that happen. I don't and think I'll don't challenge every single person listening. If you buy a ticket, you come to flip Hacking live, and you come up to me on the last day and say, Hey, Bill, um, this, this wasn't content packed, it wasn't what I was looking for. It's not what you said it was, I will break out my checkbook and write you a check for my personal account to give you your money back for your ticket. So that's how much I believe in it. And that's my personal guarantee to anybody that comes. So With all that said, the cool thing this year is what's now and what's next. So, Ryan talked about people talking about what's working in their business right now. I'm challenging them to talk about where they're going in their business too. So, um, the majority of the speakers are going to have to say, well, here's kind of some things and ways where I think that I'm going. And the reason why it took me so long to put this. This program together is because I really want to wait until we get closer to October to see where the market is and what's happening and and how people are feeling and what's going on so Terry Berger my good friend is going to give a presentation about the state of the market so where are we and he's going to be collecting information all the way up to October so where are we now and where are we where does he think that we're going so he's actually going to give some predictions of where he thinks we're going and what's going to happen and what I've tasked Ryan to do is work with Terry. To talk about what kind of if that stuff happens that Terry's talking about, how would Ryan go figure out how to go into those marketing channels, like what would be the best way to target those kind of sellers. And let's use an example, maybe it's a um, the evictions um, moratorium type stuff continues, or there's uh, a lot of delinquent um, and foreclosures coming. So what would I be looking for? And what are some potential ways that I would start marketing now? for that or some ways to start pulling lists that way and things like that so that's the challenge that i've given these two gentlemen and uh, i'm excited to see what comes of that so ryan what do you think about a presentation like that
1: um yeah i I think i think that it's going to be spot on i cannot wait to hear i I love i love hearing terry talk Uh, every time he talks i I love hearing what he has to say so um yeah i i think that um I think that the combination of those two things are going to be super impactful for the people that attend. And, uh, just, it's just going to give you a much, um, you're going to feel much more confident about where things are at and your plan going forward. Because one, one thing that I've noticed, at least myself, um, you know, when I have a plan that I'm working towards and moving towards, I'm good. I keep pushing towards that plan the unknown is the scary part. So if we can get you a direction that you're headed and get you on track there, um, then it's the only thing left. The only thing is it's left up to you. Um, you know, everything else is left up to you as far as, um, you know, being successful with that information. Hopefully that makes sense.
0: Yeah. And the other thing is we've also got all of that stuff afterwards. So like you guys are, that, that's going to kind of tee things up, get the marketing conversation going, and then business building, hiring, accountability, um, lessons learned, uh, dispositions, processes, sales, negotiation, like all of that stuff is wrapped in this event. So um, it's it's really going to be a lot of fun, and I think we can put together this kind of uh, path and blueprint for you over these three days to move forward and and give you the best chance that we can to be successful, other than actually going to your office, sitting there and making you do the work and watching you, which I'm not willing to do, but (laughs) we'll give you everything else that we can so so if this isn't enough just this presentation isn't enough to sway you i don't think that you're going to decide one way or the other anyway so you will get stuck in that loop so just decide to go or decide not to go either one is fine with me but uh, i'm i know that the people that are in that room it's going to change our life it's going to change our business um, for the better i've seen such good come out of this over the past few years that's why i'm so proud of it and that's why i work so hard to get people to come so if you're listening to this and you're like, eh, maybe this is for me, I'm not sure, like jump over the fence, come and then take me up on my offer at the end of day three, just come up to me and say thank you, or say, hey, Bill, uh, this isn't what you said it was, write me a check and we'll have a conversation and, may, and I will, if, if you're right. So go to flippackinglive.com, grab your ticket um, and, and come see us. It's in Orlando, October 14th, 15th and 16th. Amazing event. Stay at the hotel. Great networking to happen. You bump into Ryan, bump into some other people, have one-off conversations, stuff like that. Um, Show up on the 13th because we start early on the 14th and we go late on the uh, 16th. So, uh, I highly recommend you guys come in on Wednesday night and you leave on Sunday morning. So that's the way to go if you're wondering and aren't sure. And yes, we are. We stay at the hotel we're out and about, we're around. Um, We have some other cool surprises and some announcements that I have, uh, I don't know, in the next week or so of some other things that we're doing that I think you're really going to love. Some kind of after-hour stuff, some uh, networking plans and things like that. So uh, Ryan, what I've been doing with everybody so far is I've been asking them to give something towards the offer, the bonus. So basically we have uh, flip hacking Live.com, you can go grab your ticket the prices go up over time as we get close to the event but we're putting a bunch of value in there so um, we talked about ryan's past presentations and how great they were about niche lists and um, i'm going to throw in and i haven't mentioned this yet but i'm going to throw in recordings from the last five years of flip hacking live so wow. uh, something we haven't really done before is we we don't sell the recordings after the event things like that Usually it's a, it's packaged with a donation to the charity, uh, some charity that we're raising money for. And uh, so if you loved what Ryan had to say, and you want to watch his recordings from the past few years of Flippacking Live, to go to flippackinglive.com right now and get your ticket. We'll have that. We'll have Andy's creative financing that he talked about. We'll have Becca's um, training that she talked about with the, the job positions and postings. We'll have David Perez book that he just gave away a PDF of his book. It's um, just really, really valuable stuff. So Ryan, now that you're here, what could you do to add some value to the people who are going to get a ticket after listening to this podcast?
1: All right, how, how about this? Um, so I have a vault of, of a ton of videos that I've made internal for my company, uh, for clients, things like that. How about this? I'll go through there. I'll get, I'll find a video that resonates with, with the audience and exactly what they need right now. I'll give you that video. that's never been seen by more than one person and you can post it up. Everybody can have access to it and no problem for absolutely free. I love it. I love it. So, um, Ryan, you charge
0: like thousands of dollars a month to work with the other people, right? So, yes. Um, so the value of having a a video like this, I'd say anywhere from 500 to a thousand dollars. And right now the ticket's only 497 bucks. So just that video is probably somebody would be willing to pay 500 to a thousand dollars for. So, um, there now you have no reason, no excuse not to say yes and go. So go to flipbacklive.com, grab your ticket. And I love putting people on the spot on the podcast. And I think they get more, uh, they're more giving, uh, especially after a 30 minute conversation about who they are, how awesome they are. And they're like, oh yeah, I got this (laughs) and this and this. And uh, so I can kind of twist their arm to give some more value to you guys. So uh, that should get you guys going up to the event. So you can watch previous recordings, get excited over the next six, seven weeks as we lead up to it and uh and get you ready and kind of primed and ready to go maybe there's some implementation that's going to happen in the next six weeks as we lead up lead up to the event so what's happening what's working now and what's working next this is the concept i'm really excited about it and i just finalized the all three days i got all the speakers locked in um and i i feel great i i think it's going to be an absolute i say it every year but I really do. We get better every year. We get better at planning it. We get yep. better at the, 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 themes. We get better at giving you guys what you need. Uh, this year is going to be no difference. We're, we're going bigger. We have a lot. Uh, we have a lot of cool stuff. When you get to Orlando, you get to the hotel, you'll see what I'm talking about, but um, the production is going to be at a significantly higher level than we've ever done in the past. I'm really excited about it. So uh, Ryan, can't wait to see you there. Uh, if you're can't listening wait to, to flip get your ticket. Do not wait. And uh, I'll see you guys in Orlando, October 14, 15, the 16th. And stay tuned for the next speaker that I'm going to be unveiling on the next podcast. I'll see you guys. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you. Bye.